the current headlines around Worldwide Wrestling Over this week on Monday Night Ignite, we saw the Baker Boys wrestle the reigning tag champs, Time Killers, in a non-title showdown. We also got to see Lanch and Rick Bigley Jr. face off in the first ever Big Boy match. After that was Duke Wellington versus Berserker in a follow-up from Duke's promo last week. Next on the card was Jean Jacket and Rado squaring off in an intense matchup. And finally, we got to see Grandma Mazeballs take on management's favorite, Dandy Brand. And now, let's go to Scabbard. Good evening, everybody. I'm Scabbard. But before we go any further, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LegitWWW. And now, here are the highlights from this week's episode of Monday Night Ignite. This was quite a week for Ignite fans with a ton of action. Unfortunately, the first match of the evening, a tag match between reigning champs, the Time Killers, and the Baker Boys, was not the most exciting to watch. We haven't seen the current champs, Levon Linger and Terry Terry, in weeks and have almost forgotten about them. They would have been fine with that too, as they don't seem to care about much of anything. As soon as the bell rang, Levon Linger just dropped to his ass and sat in the corner in a very classic time-killing maneuver. The crowd was lucky in that the Baker Boys who showed up tonight were of the kitchen variety and not the smoking variety. However, the Baker Boys didn't really have an opportunity to wrestle. The Time Killers just flopped around a bunch and were hard to land moves on. As with most Time Killer matches, this one also ended in a countout, when both Levon Linger and Terry Terry just sat down at the announcer table and never got back up. This was surely a disappointment for fans. Things continued on a weird path with the second match of the night, which was the first ever big boy match featuring Lanch versus Rick Bigley Jr. Lanch has been the talk of the WWW these past two weeks. From disrupting Summit Slam to losing in the handicap match last week, he apparently spent this past week helping to construct the new stadium due to that loss. So we were surprised to see him back in action so soon. While unique, this match was also a bit absurd. Yes, these are the two largest human beings you will ever lay eyes on, but forcing them into this match seemed a little bizarre, for lack of a better term. The only stipulation to get the win for a big boy match is you have to get on eye level with your opponent and pinch both cheeks while telling him he is such a big boy. Dr. Worm, you mean like like when you go over to your grandmother's house and, and they pinch your cheeks and they say, who's such a big boy, like that? Every time I went to your grandmother's house, she did that exact same thing to me, yes. Oh. Now, on paper, okay. this sounds ridiculous. And 
at the podcast, we, we don't understand how this actually worked, but somehow it, it, it did. Uh, this match was basically 10 minutes of these two huge dudes tossing each other around, shaking the ring underneath their weight. I think everyone is expecting the 625-pound Lanch to hold down the still very large Rick Bigley Jr., but Lanch's heart just didn't seem to be in it. It has to pump that much harder just to keep the Hulk standing. And in the end... Rick Bigley Jr. earned the win, probably easier than expected. He is such a big boy. Next up, we had my guy Duke Wellington and Berserker face off in singles action. Wellington, who missed part of the year due to injury, has been looking great at house shows since his return to the ring. This was his first televised match back, and he certainly made an impact building off the momentum he gained from last week's show, revealing himself as the mastermind behind Berserker tripping over his own two feet these last few weeks. As soon as the bell rang, Wellington wasted no time going after Berserker, almost matching craziness with the madman. It was clear Duke was out for blood, and he wanted everyone to know this. Every time Berserker tried to gain some offensive ground, Wellington countered. Even when it was clear Berserker was looking to end the match through a DQ, Wellington used his wellies as a ref distraction to counter any foreign objects levied at him. By the time Wellington got the 1-2-3, it was as if he now dons the Madman moniker, giving Berserker a crimson mask the hard way with a series of vicious forearm shots to the face. Wellington may have stood tall this match, but when a crazed man has the rabid support of a group of people like the Wellies, there's no telling how berserk things could become. The next match on the card was another intense one, seeing Gene Jacket take on Superstar Rado. Jacket is a solid wrestler, but he has a record of 0-2, having faced some upsets recently. He came into this match completely focused, with a nothing-to-lose mentality, and the fans knew he gave it his all. Rado, meanwhile, is coming fresh off of his win against Max Tang, the perennial top title holder. With a record of 4-1, he has picked himself back up from his Summit Slam mind melt, and he is on fire. Everything about this match was fantastic. The moves were tight, the crowd popped exactly how the stars wanted, and the pacing was perfect. Each wrestler got some big spots off, and it was great seeing the number of counters, especially from Jean Jacket. It was truly anybody's match. As the fight drew on, you could almost sense frustration coming from Rado. Yes, Rado has taken on some good competitors in the past, namely Victor Young and Max Tang, but the wins have always seemed to come easy for him. This wasn't the case with Jean Jacket, though, who kept up with him the entire night. I think this led Rado to go into his signature mountain climber a bit too early, which is answered with a super kick from Jean Jacket. Jacket then delivered a huge powerbomb into the turnbuckle and got the three count. The fans loved it all, and either wrestler could have gotten the win, and they would still have been happy. The final match of the evening was another emotional roller coaster for fans, pitting Grandma Maze Balls against Dandy Brand. It's not just us that doesn't like Danny Brand. He's still not over with the audience and just isn't eliciting any reactions. This proved beneficial for Grandma Mazeballs, though, who had the crowd a little divided. Dandy Brand came into this match without having an official loss, just that Summit Slam ending that was termed a draw, while Amazeballs is 1-1, one one, according to the new power rankings. This was a big match for Grandma Amazeballs, who took the opportunity to really engage with the audience while fighting a wrestler who the audience couldn't care less about. Coming off his recent loss to Joey Pepperoni, it definitely felt like Grandma Amazeballs was out to prove himself. Pepperoni was actually a good warm-up for him, as his movement style is similar to Dandy Brand. 
All of this worked in Amazeball's favor, who always seemed to be a half step ahead in the match. Even though the crowd doesn't seem to like Graham Amazeballs as a character, and he is pretty damn annoying, they still cheered each time he threw Dandy Brand out of the ring. In the end, Amazeballs delivered his salty slam and got the three count. Not all of the action took place within the squared circle this week either. We were fortunate enough to see some behind-the-scenes footage of notorious big man Puffy Buttons. This rotund wrestler seemed to be having some difficulty backstage, where he was attempting to wedge himself into some scaffolding crevice. When this failed to hide his obese frame, he opted instead to lie underneath a snack station table. This apparently proved to be more fruitful because within seconds, Kemp Kemp appeared, going straight for the donuts. As soon as he was within range, Puffy Buttons kicked out the legs of Kemp Kemp, rolled out from under the table, and gave him a backstage beatdown. It was an odd few minutes of watching Puffy Buttons try to hide, but it all became clear when he blindsided Kemp Kemp, and he got his revenge from his loss a few weeks back. Time for everyone's favorite news item, the stadium update. This past week, the losing wrestlers were hard at work fabricating the IKEA Stadium out in rural New Mexico, and we were surprised to learn that the seemingly most enthusiastic of them all was Lanch. This is shocking, considering the lengths he went through to destroy Summit Slam and piss off WWW management. We were told that he was very active, often taking entire projects on by himself. Good for Lanch. This might be him turning over a new leaf. We also learned a bit more about Wrestler Mania, and we must admit that we're intrigued. We could go so far as to say that Nardelli might actually be onto something here, but he was bound to get something right, eventually. We knew that WWW was going to pull the top-ranked wrestlers for the main event. However, we didn't know that they'd be wrestling each other all at the same time in one enormous ring. This is the reason why Worldwide Wrestling of the World opted to build their own stadium to allow this unique setup. We also learned there'll be more than one title on the line during the pay-per-view, which is always a big draw. We're hoping for more details, though, next week. Today's episode is brought to you from the makers of Miracle Whip, bringing you Catch Whip. You've trusted us with your mayonnaise, why not give our ketchup a shot? Bing, bang, boom. What's that? Boom. It's Mike Moore. Buckle up, wrestlers, because this is the worldwide wrestling of the world. Home of Mike Moore. Let's get moored. Uh, well, Scabbard, this was another exciting week of Monday Night Ignite, and this one, definitely some more exciting matches, I think, than last week, um, and also some more great news. So let's, uh, let's break it down real quick, some of the highlights of the highlights, if you will. First thing I want to talk about is the Time Killers. Their, their time has got to be up soon, right? I mean, I'm sick of this. The Time Killers are just wasting time. This was just crap wrestling i'm sorry there's no other way to put it this was just horrible to watch bad tv it was bad wrestling they didn't seem inspired they were just literally killing time it was like they went out from the back and they said they said okay time killers baker boys you guys get 15 minutes on tv go at it and then they didn't give us what they gave us maybe a minute's worth uh, this was just another waste of everybody's time the fans didn't like it we didn't like it i think it's time for the time killers to move on all right are you saying their time is up i'm saying their time is up well, what a waste of time. Yeah, we're done with the time references. Maybe next time. All right, let's move on, Scabbard. Uh, the big boy match. 
this was another weird thing to watch. Is this demeaning? I thought it was an interesting stipulation. I mean, yeah, that's that's you're saying it, and it's I still don't like it. I like seeing these two huge dudes, you know? I mean, these are some of the biggest boys there are. Just have a match with these two guys. They don't need to have these weird stipulations. This, this is it a- felt like it was probably 90s WWW, you know what I mean? It was like during the more edgy kind of thing, and they were trying to do something different, you know, their edgy era. This is what it feels like, and they just kind of... Yeah. It's like, normally they would have done something, like it was in the 90s, they would have done something where it was like, first big boy to like... Fart on your face. Yeah, something like that. So they're they're doing like the, the cheek pinching thing, so... It was fine. It was fine. It's better than the Time Killers match, because that was a waste of time. Well, I mean, I don't think anything could possibly not be. Uh, Either way, we'll probably never see this again. I don't know how fans reacted. I was on the fence leaning towards no. Sounds like you were on the fence leaning towards yes. We'll see. Well, no, I'm not leaning towards yes. I'm just, I'm I'm okay with, with seeing it one time and going, okay, well, now I know I don't need to see that ever again. Okay, well, so let's talk about Duke Wellington, because this match was pretty solid, a lot better than the previous matches, right? 100%. Wellington looked great. He looked pissed off. You know, but it was clear that that Duke wanted, you know, he wanted everyone to know that he was pissed that he got hurt. You know, I think now we can definitively say he's he's definitely, this is definitely a heel turn here. You think this is going to keep up? You think he's going to keep this sort of new crazed outlook on life where he's just this new violent, he's almost taking on the role of the berserker here. Yeah, I think that this is, there's more to come. I don't think he's exercised his demons yet. I think he's tasted blood and he likes it. Uh, Maybe. It seems like he's got a lot of exercise to me, but uh, I think he's in good shape. Anyway, let's let's talk about WrestleMania. This sounds like it's shaping up. We don't know the full card. We know very little about it, but we do know all about the king, the Tsar of the Spar. It sounds wild. Why don't you walk us through real quick? I know we read it in the news story. Sure. The 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 quick lowdown on Tsar of the Spar. We've got Nardelli he came up with these power rankings. We've got the top ranked wrestlers, right? All of them will be competing in the ring at the same time. Right. It's and the ring is an enormous ring. It's not a normal size ring. No. No, no. A normal size ring would not be able to handle this much talent. Um, it's just going to be one enormous ring. It's definitely going to be a, a pretty unique situation. And just to be clear, it's not two rings next to each other. No, no, no. It's it's a giant ring. It's a giant, a giant ring. So yeah, basically all like the, the top ranked wrestlers. I don't know how many. Um, we don't know that information yet. It's got to be, I would assume more than four if they're making th- this giant ring. So maybe six, maybe eight, maybe 18 i have no idea i spoke with i spoke with paul fancia the wwe insider this week and he said he got a quick glimpse at the blueprints for the ring and it's bigger than than you can imagine like think of the biggest ring you've ever seen it's bigger than that well i've only ever seen one size ring so it's uh easy easy to imagine well it's gonna be a big draw either way um and and we do know that there will be more than one title on the line for wrestler mania uh sar the spar obviously i think is going to be the top title on the line so um it's it's going to be a big deal i'm excited to see it uh this is the one of the best ideas wwe's had in a long long time you know in their storied history i think they're 155 165 years old or something like that 170 years yeah they've been around for a long long time and this is this is the best idea uh that i've seen them have in a while you know they had a few good ideas in the 90s a few you know a few pretty pretty good staple ideas in the 80s that 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 propelled them through to the 90s and then got them into early 2000s so on and so forth this has been something you know maybe in the last god 
last 20 years, 25 years that I've been like, oh, okay, wow, I'm very interested in, uh, in this. It seems unique. It seems cool. And we'll see how it goes, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I think we're all pumped. I think I'm, I'm excited just to see what the stadium is going to actually look like. It's, it's getting there. We're almost there. And then we're going to have this baller event. I'm pumped. Dr. Worm, I think we're good here, man. Why don't you take us home? Okay. Well, that was another really exciting week of Monday Night Ignite. That was Scabbard, our good friend. My name is Dr. Worm. Goodbye. That's the catchphrase? Oh, we're, we're doing catchphrases. Yes, that's the catchphrase. That's the catchphrase. The catchphrase is goodbye. Goodbye. All right, that's the catchphrase. Goodbye. Goodbye.